Hello and welcome to today's In Conversation with podcast. I'm Georgie Corridge-Cole, the founder and editor of Sherlux. And today I'm joined by Jules Miller, the founder and CEO of The Nuco, a company that designs supplements to support everything from gut health to mood, to skin, to energy and sleep. It all started a few years ago when Jules was battling with her own health namely with horrendous IBS and gut issues. And she became determined to create a supplement range that actually worked. With formulas developed in the world's top lab without binders or fillers to prolong shelf lives, the Nuco's nutrient-rich plant-based supplements really are actually unlike anything else out there. And they bridge the gap between science and natural innovation. Forget your average multivitamin. Among the lineup, you'll find Ayurvedic-inspired formulas, functional anti-stress fragrances, topical skincare and brain boosting nootropics. Led by a mission to improve the health of the world, the NUCO recognizes that true health is a holistic partnership encompassing physical, mental, environmental and social well-being. The NUCO launched in the US in 2017 and after huge growth and recent investment launched in the UK in March 2020. I'm really excited to have Jules here today to tell us more about her journey and more about the business that she created and launched here in the midst of a pandemic. So a big welcome, Jules. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. I am all ears. I have to tell you, Jules, that my mother went through quite a tough IBS journey when she was my age. And I sort of feel like I'm beginning on that path. So um, I am all ears. Tell us about um, how the NUCO started and your own journey with IBS and how this led you to develop the supplements that you have done. Yeah, sure. I think probably like two years after I left university, I first started to develop digestive issues. And there's like a huge amount of reasons why you might start to develop IBS. From my perspective, some of the things that doctors have told me, I used a lot of antibiotics when I was younger. So that was possibly one of the contributing factors. But the type of IBS that I was developing was, I mean, there's no other way to put it, it was just rubbish. (laughs) I was essentially reacting to what I thought was everything. So whether it was like a salad, a green juice, or whether it was bread and dairy, I just felt like I was having a negative response to almost all food, which obviously then gave me like food anxiety. How is it manifesting itself? What were your symptoms? Yeah. So in in terms of the actual symptoms, bloating was the biggest thing for me, but I would bloat like, I mean, I don't want to give like too much information, but I would go up like two dress sizes and it would last for like three or four days when I would eat the wrong thing. And it's a type of bloating where you can't really stand up straight because you're having so many sort of stomach cramps. But with that, I mean, I was also really constipated. Again, too much detail, but I would be like bleeding when I went to the loo. It was really bad. Um, And eventually, you know, it just got to a point where I was having to sort of change my lifestyle to really accommodate for my IBS. If I had a, you know, an event or if I was going to something important, I'd make sure that I just wouldn't eat. This led me to um, really start to explore essentially different options. And this was actually first suggested to me by my doctor. So at that stage, I'd gone through a couple of sort of different prescription medication options. I was, was still sort of in and out of hospital. And he said that, why don't we start to think about supplements, diet, sort of alternative therapies for something like IBS. So that was essentially my first sort of experience really that led me to supplements. 
And, and how long ago was this? So this was like eight years ago. So the right. sort of conversation around gut health was just like, it, it, it didn't really exist. Um, it was really hard, to be honest, to get through to a specialist in the NHS. And I think, you know, once we had crossed out all of the awful things it could be, like bowel cancer and whatnot, and we landed on IBS, they sort of just said, if you don't want to take these prescription medications, just sort of go off and find your own path. Um, and I think a lot of people sort of still feel like that. I think healthcare is very much about sort of symptom management or disease control. Mm. When it's anything else, I think you're sort of expected to just go out and, and find your own solution. And I was just taking every every single supplement I could get my hands on that could potentially help from like fiber gels to peppermint pills to charcoal pills, aloe vera juice. I mean, I was just taking so many different things. It's amazing actually how probiotics haven't been in our life for that long. And I remember going back to my mother I remember just remember so well our kitchen just being full of all these vitamins and supplements and I mean nothing was a probiotic so we didn't exist then and yeah I mean I guess we've come such a long way as well as having your own symptoms were you interested in in wellness before I mean I I know you worked for um the lovely Lily Simpson at Eatop Kitchen tell us about that I mean she's a force isn't she and she's built a great business I mean, the best thing about Lily is she always makes everything look so easy, (laughs) uh, which I think is really inspiring because I think anybody can look at what she's done and and realize that it's extremely difficult. But she just had like three children and she'd raise money and she she would say, oh, like, Jules, you could do this any day. So, yeah, she she was like a really inspiring sort of um, individual in in my life and sort of in the Nuco journey. But yeah, so I was I was working for Lily. I obviously working for a company like the Detox Kitchen, um, and for people who might not know the Detox Kitchen, probably everybody does, but it's a sort of healthy food delivery service. And so I felt like I was one of those individuals that was very well educated on nutrition, and yet I was still really struggling with my own health, and I was still sort of gobbling down all of these products, which you know, eventually actually made my symptoms a whole lot worse. And it was at that stage that my grandfather, so my grandfather was a chemist and he was a professor at Cambridge University, extremely sharp, intelligent man. He sat me down and he essentially went through all of the labels of the products that I was consuming and just essentially really schooled me on first and foremost about 50% of the ingredients in the products that I was consuming were made up of bulking agents preservative fillers and these are ingredients that are added to formulas to extend the shelf life which essentially just brings the cost of manufacturing down which is why a lot of these products are so much cheaper than sort of the Nuco products because obviously we don't take that approach right Um, god that's so interesting often people that don't haven't taking products by the Nuco say that the brand is cool the packaging says but then if you ever speak to our customers they'll just swear by the formulas there's so much that goes into it it's not just about the active ingredients it's also how they're extracted you know that that will really affect how potent a formula is when we're thinking about developing a supplement we're not just thinking about key ingredients that are going to help this individual feel better when they consume it we're also making sure that through the supply chain we're also reinvesting in the communities that are actually growing these crops um, and also sort of extracting them with methods that are kind to the environment you know i think so often we're buying products and we're like oh this is a health product because it's making me feel better but when you're really looking at the materials it's packaged in the fact that that plastic bottle is going to end up in the ocean probably as microplastics in fish and then eventually 
eventually make its way back into our human bodies. You know, we're really trying to think about health in a way that is truly holistic. God, it's so true. It's just one cycle, isn't it? Um, I want to come back and talk about the products in more detail, but what's your kind of elevator pitch on what makes the Nuco different? Because there are a lot of supplement brands out there, right? Yeah. I do love your branding. And and as you have rightly pointed out, the people that use your products love them for their formulas. I do love the branding. I think it's great. But in terms of the actual product itself, how is it different? Really approaching health as an ecosystem. And that ecosystem really encompasses physical health, mental health, environmental health, and social well-being. And that's a lot, really. But we really do feel that you can't achieve health without really thinking about the implications on, you know, say your mental health or on your community. And what that means to us from a product and formulation perspective is whilst a lot of brands really try to um, focus on one area of health, so they might just launch gut health products or they might just launch sleep products, we are thinking about the body as one ecosystem when focusing on delivering one benefit. So as an example, our defense drops um, contain adaptogens and that's because we know that when you are experiencing high levels of stress you're sort of constantly pumping cortisol through the body it impacts your immune system so we're thinking about stress in the context of immunity and you know that that would be the case for all of our products we're really thinking about the body as one entity Um, and then again in terms of formulations it's really thinking about through the supply chain what are we doing to ensure that we're using the best ingredients that they're harvested and they are extracted and they are transported in a way that is really mindful of the health of our environment and also the workers on our production line. We talked through some of the products. What came first? The gut health products came first and that was because of my sort of own experience obviously with my gut health. I often also say that probiotics are like sort of the modern day multivitamin because they just help with so many different elements of your health. So Mm. obviously I approached it from a sort of um, digestive perspective but you know there's so much research now that is being done you know against people with depression um, people with insomnia obviously we're now learning that you're really you can reap a lot of benefits from taking a probiotic with regards to skin health so um, we launched with our gut health collection and you know three years later our two best sellers are still our D-Bloat which is again the pro- like the hero product that I developed for myself and our probiotics did you start taking this product that you developed and it worked it was a fascinating journey and it has been a fascinating journey really working with the labs that we've established relationships with there's so much that I've learned really about health in our journey and and I'm now sort of IBS free I can eat pretty much whatever I want um and yes of course it incorporates the products but there's so much more that goes beyond that I think not taking 15 different types of formulas and really finding the one thing that works for you the second thing is really listening to your body and trying to identify what works and what doesn't because often your body will tell you you know and then lastly and and something that is so important for us at the new curve is really being mindful of your stress and your mental health because that's going to have a significant impact on your gut health if i eat the wrong thing and i feel bloated i can take deep bloat and within two hours i will (laughs) 
I'll feel fine. What's in it? A couple of things. So the first thing that we basically realise amongst a lot of people that struggle with bloating is that they really struggle to break down certain foods. So the first thing that it has, it has 17 digestive enzymes. And obviously the technology that we're using has actually been clinically studied amongst people with IBS. Focus Mm -hmm. on people specifically that have sort of chronic bloating like I did. Um, But we're sort of mixing that what more sort of scientific side of the formula with ingredients from Ayurvedic medicine. So turmeric, um, cinnamon, ginger, um, and then of course a really good prebiotic in it as well. Gosh, amazing. And are there foods that you've cut out as well as taking deep bloat? It, it is different in everybody. And that is why you really, I mean, elimination diets, I don't like to promote too much because I do think it can lead to like food anxiety. And I just mm. remember the day when I was having to like measure out how much broccoli I was eating in a day. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I can't do this but I think for for me what I've learned is I can have everything in moderation if I eat gluten three times a day for two days I will get IBS but if I have you know whatever a pizza every now and again it's not it's Mm. fine one thing that does always upset me though is raw garlic oh really it's the worst thing that people put it in everything (laughs) do you take deep bloat every day regardless of your symptoms and how acute they are at that time no I take the probiotic every day deep bloat really is for people that are really struggling with like chronic bloating every single day so I I don't have that anymore so I just take my probiotic every day and then I'll take the deep bloat when say if I'm going on holiday and I know that I'm going to be eating out all the time and there's going to be garlic and everything um, sure. I'll take it consistently through or if I'm stressed or if I'm flying um, other than that I'll just take it as and when I need it okay you've got a prebiotic plus probiotic product and then you've got an energy food plus prebiotic product you say that you're taking a probiotic every day can you talk to us about probiotics I mean mm-hmm. I, I've taken them for a while and and then run out and stop I have to say, I found them to be brilliant and I, I must start taking them again. What, what makes the probiotic good? What makes yours good? Why should we take them? So pro- probiotics, obviously a really interesting area really of development that we found sort of in, in what we call preventative care. I think that there is still, or there was still quite a lot unknown, even just a few years ago. And the key sort of issue with probiotics is that for a probiotic to really do its job it needs to contain live bacteria or the the bacteria needs to be live really when it hits your ingest your digestive system and Uh what we found when we were looking at sort of the, the market leaders was that a lot of the bacteria that they were sort of advertising through their marketing was not viable by the point that we were actually testing it in our hands. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's generally because this bacteria needs to be kept alive by being refrigerated. And then it has to survive sort of the digestive process. Again, in the lab, we had like these amazing machines that sort of mimic stomach acid. We wanted to develop a product that um, drove really amazing results really quickly. Um, I mean, we suggest that people really try to take a probiotic between one to three months to see the benefits. But we've had mm. customers who have said that they've taken it for a week and that their IBS of like five years have gone. But the reason that it works wow. is, is sort of twofold. The first thing is that we're not working with live bacteria. That's why you don't have to sort of refrigerate it. You don't have to 
um, worry about our supply chain. And then we're using time delay capsules, which don't decompose in the stomach. But yeah, the clinical trials on this product are done amongst people with IBS. So that's really the key focus of the product. Amazing. <laughs> and uh, you, you've then got something called the digestive start. So this is not supposed to be a walkthrough of every QVC <laughs> of the UK, but I, I'm really genuinely interested. So I kind of, I get, so the bloat, the de-bloat is for people who have really acute bloating or an yeah. event or something that might trigger it. The probiotic, probiotic is something that you're taking every day. Every day. Maybe. Yeah. And then you've got something called the digestor, which is drops. Yes. Basically acts quite similarly to de-bloat, but it's more focused on people with slow digestion. Okay. So this is really a way for you to kickstart your digestion. How so do you know if you've got slow digestion? Generally, it means that you're not going to the loo that often. You don't want to overdo it. You don't need to be taking hundreds of different products. And one of the things that we um, are really sort of vocal about, so if you come onto the website, you can take a consultation or you can obviously speak to one of our members of customer service service that it's really about starting you in a program and the goal here really is to eventually I mean there are some products that you do have to take long term forever i.e a probiotic but a lot of these other products that are more sort of symptom led say like de-bloat the idea really is to sort of help people through their sort of journeys so that they can feel better but eventually not have to take these products every day and you've always focused on the importance of mental health it's pretty depressing isn't it to to have ibs and those kind of gut issues it really makes you feel shit but that why it's been such a big part of the story i guess you've been there and done that and felt the impact firsthand okay so something that we've been doing forever like i said is we're sort of like dividing the body into different entities so we've got like ingestible beauty or people call it like ingestible beauty and topical beauty we've got physical health we've got mental health and like we're acting like these things aren't connected and um when we launched back in 2017 the world health organization had cited stress as the second biggest threat to our health and and most people don't really understand what that means and, and how awful it is for us i mean in america the life expectancy has dropped for a fourth year in a row and the reason for that is because of stress you know there's a physical impacts of stress on the body you know really obvious things like headaches muscle tension you know insomnia but it's what leads to that you know depression anxiety and then what leads from that you know it's um suicide and um substance abuse so you know, there was this really great quote from a doctor and his name sort of escapes my mind, but he says, we're getting better at understanding disease and curing disease, but getting worse at understanding health. That was something that really resonated with me. I mean, I think for me, it was really interesting that when I was struggling with IBS, um, yes, I would obviously react to food, but equally, I received an email and felt really stressed about it. I'd instantly blow. I would, you know, I could see that stress was obviously making my physical symptoms worse. Mm. And yet, nobody was really talking about it uh, can we talk about your sleep products and sleep mm. in general i mean sleep stress god i mean so intrinsically linked and you know one impacts the other to such a degree i mean you've got your sleep drops and magnesium ease there are lots of sleep drops and 
sprays and things on the market these days aren't there what's in yours what makes them work i think people don't really understand what insomnia is doing to people's health physically and mentally and you know there's so many people out there that are literally sleeping like two hours a night waking up and then maybe getting like 45 minutes after that and then sort of living five years with this condition and so a lot of people really are on things you know they're being prescribed things like valium and so you know the people that obviously aren't on prescription medication um that maybe don't have such a severe case are using things like melatonin i i know the effects of insomnia i got to a point where i was like this is just brutal i can't every night i'd wake up at three on the door and yeah and i'd lie awake for two and a half three hours every single night and it just it's so hard to function it's just toughest thing isn't it you know i think that we're all striving to have you know healthy lifestyles and clean up our diets and whatnot but once you get to like developing conditions like insomnia or whether you have you know really chronic ibs you're just going to do whatever whatever is at your disposal to make the situation better talk us through your products what's in them how do they work whenever we develop a product we're really thinking about yes we want to deliver a benefit but what is the long-term implications of taking this product taking something like melatonin long term actually is proven to not improve your sort of sleep and um, the health of your sleep long term some studies actually show that it could potentially make it worse you could become very dependent on it and so we wanted to develop products that really help your body almost naturally produce the sleep hormone a lot of the ingredients that we're using in our tinctures for example things like valerian root that are obviously common ingredients in things like alternative medicine what's unique about the way that we're formulating products like i said earlier the sort of lengths that we're going to to really preserve the um, herbs which really allows them to become really really potent but then we've also got things like obviously our magnesium so this is topical magnesium supplement um, we've laced it with our and lavender so we're really thinking about aromatherapy but we're also thinking about muscle tension obviously with a topical application it's just a really nice ritual as well i think getting yourself into the right mindset getting into bed maybe putting a candle on taking your sleep drops i do the think there's a, there's a lot to be said whether it's think this was a placebo would i know yeah. but if you've got chronic 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 insomnia i guess that's another question but it's all about habits and behavior isn't it and certainly yeah. those nights when i bother to run a bath and put some aromatherapy something in it and like a candle and put some nice music on god I, you just you do get into bed with such a better mind frame don't you this is something that is true in pharmaceutical products otc supplements of course there's a placebo effect with everything i mean there's studies that show that some you know you could have a placebo effect with antidepressants if you think you're taking antidepressants yeah and you're not, yeah you know so yeah. but of course i mean you have to always remember the power of the mind as well thinking about your wind down ritual will really help with your sleep health long term but then all of the obvious things i mean we get customers who come to us desperate to resolve their health issues and they say oh we've tried everything and we sort of talk through their routines and they're like okay well i drink six coffees a day with sugar you know like it's it's all the things that we know aren't really we, we actually do have the information we often think that the solution has to be so much more complex than it actually is 
Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? It's just sort of stripping it back. I mean, we've done gut health, we've done sleep. What are the other big categories for you where you're really seeing results from your products? And if so, what's in them and why? So our three biggest categories are stress, gut health, and then skin. What are you providing for skin? Where you know we all want the magic products for skin. We have the magic products. <laughs> we have them. Um, okay, so I, I think with skin, this was also another sort of like personal experience that sort of led us to create this collection. Had always had pretty good skin, I, I would say. Mm. I mean, I had like the odd breakout here and there, but I mean, all in all, considering that I haven't been very kind to my skin, um, sort of <laughs> as, when I was younger, it's been okay. I uh, moved to New York and I just developed hyperpigmentation developed adult acne I developed sensitive skin I don't know if it was the pollution or the change in my diet or whatever it was or maybe it was just getting older but my skin really reacted and women there are obsessed with like facials and like basically looking after their skin, but very much in a clinical setting. And so uh-huh. I went to a dermatologist and I mean, I had like peels. I mean, I, I, I was using like really strong retinols that were making my skin fall off. And you now I was just using all of these crazy products. And I think in the short term, it really did, they did help my skin. But mm. if I ever stopped using them or whatever, like all of these conditions would come back and sometimes it would, it would again be worse since my skin would be more sensitive. So we really wanted to develop a collection of products that delivered against those clinical results, um, but did so in a way that was, first of all, we use clean clinical ingredients and then natural ingredients within the formula as well and then um, also products that really help preserve your skin barrier long term which is really that is the the sort of pillar of skin health and so within the collection we have our ingestibles which are the most incredible products I think if you had to decide between ingestible or topical try ingestible first because really beauty really does start from within and it's really about what you're putting in your body is going to have the biggest effect on your skin wow God, yeah. I need this in my life. It's so it's it's amazing formula. So we've got that one. Then we've got our skin hydrator, which again, it's an ingestible moisturizer. We say so that's got clinically studied ceramides, but it's also got collagen. It's got aloe. It's got loads of ingestible hyaluronic acid. So it's just got a lot of the ingredients that you're probably using topically. Um, it's a change of mindset, though, isn't it, to go from topical to ingestible? I don't know. I feel like I need to be putting something onto my skin. So it's just it's really educating ourselves isn't it about this like i said i think ingestible is for me it makes the biggest difference the fastest i think when it comes to topicals um we're obviously about to launch a, a new range of two topical uh, products called barriculture and, yes um what we found sort of through our research phase of the development of this collection speaking and working with a lot of dermatologists was there was one dermatologist who says um 90 percent of the conditions that I see are self-inflicted with the overloading on the skin as the main culprit. So, so I think that we're sort of taught that more is more with skincare and that you have to yeah, do a double yeah. cleanse. You then have to use your toner and then your oils and then your serum and then your moisturizer and then your SPF and then you have to put your makeup on. Blimey, I don't have time for that, let alone whether it's good for my skin or not. <laughs> I know, me too. So I think, again, like a lot of the products that we make, it's all about simplifying routines and making things enjoyable but quick. So I would actually say less is more when it comes to topical. Um, you uh-huh. also don't need to be washing your face all the time 
time, particularly during lockdown, overwashing your face is one of the easiest ways for you to destroy your sort of skin's microbiome that people really? often forget about. Well, because you're stripping it off. So, so many people don't realise that 26% of our microbiome lives in our gut and 21% of it lives in our skin. So just to give you an idea, think about all everything that right. we've learned about probiotics and gut health. And when your skin is healthy, it is stronger and it's less likely to react. It's less likely to break out. That's basically what we're doing at the Nuka. We're really taking everything that we've learned about our gut health, our ingestible approach to formulation and applying it topically. And, and absolutely, when it comes to topical skincare, less is more. So true. So true. So your new products that you're launching, Barrier Culture, these are topical though, yeah? So you've got two products coming yes. out. And, and and what's the difference in the two? So it's a cleanser, it's a moisturiser. Um, okay. And in a nutshell, this is sort of what, what the products do. So they're really designed to help preserve that sort of skin immune system essentially protects us from pollution uv light and infection so it really acts as your skin's immune system now there are various different things that erode your skin barrier one of them sort of the main culprit like i say is overloading the skin with too many products um, but uh-huh. things like stress diet pollution all of these things and, and here this is where you really start to understand or you start to see the resemblance between our, our sort of ingestible or internal gut health and our topical um, microbiome. But um, what happens when you essentially start to erode that the immune system that this barrier is that all of these external stresses so whether it's pollution or infection they they're allowed to penetrate the skin and so that is really the root cause of so many things from hyperpigmentation to breakouts to fine lines dry skin like you name it that's really the root cause of it um if you have a really strong barrier you're not allowing all of those stresses to penetrate your skin so um that's really what the formulas do so they essentially they work in three ways they repopulate the topical microbiome using prebiotics probiotics and postbiotics Um, we've worked with the world leader in terms of top well not just topical but microbiome research in sweden to develop this technology it's actually the first market so um, it's really innovative um, and clinically studied really to show how it can prevent you from essentially pollution penetrating the skin, but also measured against the amount of water that we're losing. So it essentially, it's repopulating the topical microbiome. It's also got ingredients to help protect against pollution. And then lastly, it's just got really hydrating actives to obviously lock in moisture. Like hydration is obviously very important to the skin. It makes such perfect sense. I mean, it sounds like it's all gone brilliantly for the new co. How's it been running a business in the pandemic in the last year? How have you had to change? Have you had to change? Have your customers' demands from you changed as a result? Is there more of an interest in immunity and the skin and gut health? I'm always interested to know how, how entrepreneurs and business owners have fared recently. It sounds like you're going from strength to strength, Jules. Well, we were, you know, amongst a very fortunate, group of companies whereby we weren't hugely impacted by what was going on in the world in a negative way so you know if you really think about what we're offering to people most consumers awareness of the importance of their health is just at you know heightened through this experience we're a d2c brand so um and also we've got a really really loyal customer base so the average repeat purchase rate in this category is around 35 percent and ours is 70 percent and last month 
March, it spiked at 80%, which is, yeah, which is crazy. But I think it, I think, you know, once you you find a product that really works and you find a brand that really represents a lot of the things that you believe in, you do become quite loyal to that, to that brand. So that's amazing that is amazing i have to say that our wellness editor tour is a huge huge fan and she she takes no prisoners so yeah she's she's (laughs) massively championing what you do thank you that's kind but um but yeah so like in terms of just like the structure of the business we were in a really good place sort of coming into the pandemic in terms of what the key challenges have been i would say it's been being very mindful of the fact that our team are under a lot more stress than they ever have been so it's just really about practicing what you preach it's been about us really making sure that we're creating an open forum you know for everybody in our team to talk about how they're feeling to take time off you know to to get together you know once a week and do like some sort of company event that's really designed to help lift people's spirits or you know whether it's a workout class so I would say that we've always tried to create a really good culture internally but I think that the pandemic has really forced us to prioritize that above anything else Mm. um and then secondly it's you know it's just all the obvious things like leave like we were sold out of products for like three months which kills me because i know what it's like to use a probiotic for like eight months and then not have it it whipped away from you yeah Yeah, so we have customers so upset i i read like i'm one of these crazy founders that goes through every single review and every single email and um, yeah quite right what about the demand for your immunity products i mean you have your we have vitamin d a spray don't you and you have a defense drops have you seen an increase in demand for those products as we try and protect ourselves from this virus (laughs) so the sales of our immunity it was bonkers they went up by 400 yeah they went up by 400 in um like the first two or three months and that was great because again i know that our packaging is really beautiful and often people talk about it but we we really do want to be an accessible brand and the reason that our products are so expensive is because we don't want to cut the corners when it comes to ingredient sourcing and you know sustainable packaging so what we were able to do with that sort of influx of sales has worked really closely with our suppliers um and, and through just like benefit the benefit of obviously just economies of scale we were able to drop the price point by 30 percent. that was amazing um but but sort of a year a year on we've sort of kind of gone back to sort of normal buying patterns i mean vitamin d is right up there but people are still coming to us for street sorry stress sleep and skin and vitamin D as a spray, I mean, we know vitamin D is an essential vitamin that supports the nervous system and immune function, etc. Does, I mean, does it really make a difference taking a vitamin D spray? I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Regardless of whether you're taking a Nuco product or another brand's product, everybody should be taking a vitamin D supplement. Absolutely, 100%. Information like this needs to become more widely available through the NHS. Um, yeah. As a response to COVID, the NHS actually distributed 2 million doses of vitamin D to the most vulnerable. Obvious things like we're not outside, we're all sort of locked inside. Just because we live in the UK, we're not getting a lot of sunlight anyway. So vitamin D is the one thing that everybody should go out and take. Um, There's also just a lot of research that's coming out now in terms of how low vitamin D levels um, are a contributing factor to those who are really suffering from the most severe symptoms of COVID. So there's two types. There's um, a vegan option, which is D2. The vast majority of our products are vegan unless 
the vegan option really is not delivering the efficacy of the animal derived option so vitamin d2 comes from things like mushrooms you have to take a huge amount for it to actually have an impact on um, your vitamin d levels in your blood work so we aren't using a vitamin d2 we're using a vitamin d3 and a spray i mean spray is great for anybody who doesn't like to you to take capsules there's also research that shows that it actually increases or improves the way that your body is metabolizing it um, just because it's a spray underneath your tongue so it goes directly into the blood system right there and then rather than a capsule that, that basically has to be digested mm. so yeah it's, it's a really great option if you don't like capsules and and if you're considering one of your immunity products you've got your defense drops and you've got your vitamin d spray how do you prioritize those so you have to take it every day for the rest of your life <laughs> right um and then and the drops you... are when you feel like a hint of something mm-hmm. those drops got it. so yeah the way that i use those is i'm very connected to my body i will feel like something is coming like three days before i really have any serious symptoms but at the first sign of like feeling a little bit tired or like that little tickle in the back of your throat i just have a ginger shot and i'll lace it with um defense drops i'll have it twice that day and generally it just doesn't develop i've got to ask you about the branding i i think the branding is phenomenally strong i really do i I, it is it's superb it really is who did your brand design for you where did that come from it's sort of got that apothecary style scientific feel it's brilliant i love it i think if you're setting up a business you really need to think about the intention behind everything that you do and so what if we go back to the very beginning when you know i had this experience of my own health and then i looked into the market and i was you know constantly studying trend reports and consumer insight reports and what i found was that although this category was huge and it was booming it was sort of plagued by two obstacles the first was retention and then the second was brand loyalty and essentially what that means is that most consumers were starting to take a supplement they didn't see any results they didn't really know what to look for they would just churn and not take it anymore or you had people um that were taking supplements but they were buying a different brand every time they went to the store and we were doing these sort of like consumer round tables and often we would have customers say oh well i use the one with the red lids or the, you know people weren't choosing brands essentially and so we wanted to create a brand that tackled both both of those um sort of opportunities so with the packaging you know it's really it obviously looks beautiful but it's really designed in a way that you want to have it somewhere where it's visible for you and it's also a type of experience you look forward to engaging with every day and if you do it every day you'll see the results and then we'll really aim to retain that customer and I think that's what we really achieved obviously with our repeat purchase rate but you're not going to get the results from the products unless you're taking them every day so hopefully mm. through the experience you're sort of encouraged to do that a bit more oh, as I said I, I think it's brilliant it looks serious it looks like it's going to deliver <laughs> but it's also cool and desirable and yeah I think it's brilliant um, Jules you. I loved talking to you um, I really hope that people are as fascinated by the brand give it a go I say what's what's next other than world domination what what's next you've obviously got your topical barrier culture products launching what does the future look like um, for the new co well we are yeah world domination so we're expanding um so expanding into the middle east uh, australia um, and then obviously further expanding into Europe. So we've only really just launched into the UK. Um, we've got three other collections launching this year. 
So yeah, we're, we're busy, busy, busy. But I think from a brand perspective, really, it's sort of trying to, like I said, just lead the conversation around this sort of connection between physical, mental, environmental health. I think that's something that we feel very passionate about. It's a pleasure to talk to you. It's a pleasure to work with brands that we genuinely believe in. As I said, Tor is a massive fan and I need your product in my life. Thank you so much for your time. Jules, stay in touch. We'll be watching what's to come. And thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Thank you. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, leave us a comment, um, subscribe, tell your friends to listen to and come back soon. Thanks very much. (laughs) Bye-bye.